0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mitch from 20-Watt Tombstone. You're listening to the Epitome of Stupidity Podcast.
1: Bam! Will you asleep at the wheel? Will you too fast?
2: what up everybody welcome to another episode of epitome of stupidity favorite legendary metal podcast we have a special guest on the
3: intro today what's up you bitches hi frank hi everybody welcome to another episode what brings you our way it's, it's halloween
0: North-
3: oh that's right yeah. it is isn't it
0: so i just want to stop i love you
3: i love that you've got like the smooth jazz frank going Oh, what Frank do you want? Frank. I love Frank. that Frank has the his. Fucking evil Frank.
1: You want him to come out?
3: That's preferred. want to see him. At, uh, I guess while we got to here, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, big guy? We could use somebody to help roast the turkey a little faster. I don't eat turkey. I'm vegan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm
3: vegan. That's the last Frank appearance. Well, okay.
2: Happy Halloween, you little bitches. Talk to
3: you later. Bye-bye. Get okay, him out of here. So, vegan. Who'd have thought, right?
2: I had no idea. Now they're roasting carrots. Fuckers, fat as shit too. Ugh. There's no way he's vegan.
3: It's whipped cream on everything.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right. So, episode number twenty-seven, and uh, confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. That's what you wrote down.
3: That's what I wrote. Down. So that that's mean... twenty
2: watt on the intro there.
3: Oh yeah. Let's not forget that twenty yeah. watt tombstone bringing us in. Fun stuff. That is their song. Shitty ex girlfriend. It's uh. Well, we'll have a further conversation about the yeah. fun videos that they have for that and the song that we used previously. They're, they're our second two-time uh, offender.
2: Our second two-time,
3: yeah. Right. Double double offenses, double people double offending doubler. double times.
2: We'll get to them shortly. We, we had a conversation a couple of days ago. Okay. you When the audio changes. You'll know it. <laughs> so what Clint is You'll listening to. hear the to, airplane. Glenn is listening to Clutch.
3: Shut! Don't read my (laughs) damn list, you pecker face. So, um, are we just going to leave it as I'm not going to actually mention Clutch because I
2: thought so. I'm going to. I I cut it out a couple times.
3: (laughs) I'm actually not listening to him because, of course, I still am, (laughs) and of course, I'm still listening to the typo, and of course, I'm still listening to that the Wall album that we've got a lot of big shit coming up for soon, but. I did have a little change of pace this week with twenty watt coming into town. Obviously got it, you know, pretty heavy into that and some Manus Brothers along with it since they were there. They uh they're kind of the same vein but different variations. It's fun stuff. Uh and of course, still heavy doses of High on Fire because there's a new High on Fire album and there's no other prescription except for heavy.
2: You didn't listen to any Soulfly
3: this week? Doses. I listened to some Soulfly and some Domcraft. Domcraft. We're going to have that no. conversation now? No. It's got to be Domcraft. It is. I listen to plenty of Soulfly and Domcraft as well, uh, but we'll Reviews. have a further conversation about that a l- little later.
2: So, mine I did so much traveling in the car, I didn't listen to much. It seems ass backwards, but as again, when you have your 55-year-old boss in the shotgun seat, kind of limited. So, I have nothing fun to report. Just uh 20-watt Soulfly and
3: Domcraft. You're exceedingly lame. That's it.
2: All right, so we're going to send it to in the field. Speaking of 20-watt. In the the field, Brian and Clint. (laughs) Hey, guys, take it away. Take it away. We have 20-watt Tombstone, all of them here. Mm -hmm. Both of them here. We got Mitch. You Mitch? on the drums? We got Tom. How's it going? Uh, The the front man, of course. 50-50. Tom had a
3: whole damn line of jokes just four (laughs) seconds ago, and then we got the quiet. How's it going? I I can't let people, you know
1: you know and uh you know we got how I really can't
0: can't <laughs> let them can't let them behind the curtain okay
1: <laughs> all right so we're first off let's
0: peel the curtain back a little bit
2: generic question get this shit going how's the tour going how many dates are you in where are we at
0: pretty smooth we're only five days in or six days in and uh days
2: or shows who knows right who know, fucking knows know, <laughs> okay beginning of the sh- of the tour less than yes. 40 yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And We're at the beginning. Everything's going pretty smooth. No van BS. No cops.
2: Yeah, i not. I don't think that's something. I'll edit it stewards. out. So like, a, like you yeah. said it, so we won't <laughs> jinx the the tour guides
3: there on
0: that. No problems <laughs> thus far.
3: <laughs> Any anything on the other end of that? Any extraordinary fun stuff?
1: We got an ice cube air freshener. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty exciting. All right, we're we're pretty excited about that. It was seven dollars. An
3: ice cube air freshener that was seven dollars.
1: It doesn't smell that great, but what does an ice cube smell like? I mean, it's the wrapper ice cube. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. It's it's a picture of ice cube's face.
2: So that makes my question even more uh, yeah, interesting.
1: I don't I don't know what it smells like, but it's a cool air freshener. and We had to <laughs> okay. have it so. But that's about the most ex- that's exci- you know, exciting okay. thing that we've had so far. Mm. Yeah. that is pretty exciting. I mean, shows. Yeah, those are exciting, but ice cube that. air fresheners. It's not every day. Oh, that's, where free- that's, that. where yeah. that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Those
2: are forever. You'll always remember that. How many? How many? Uh, how many dates you got on this? This tour?
0: Thirty-five. Nice. Now, so, where are you from? Wausau, Wisconsin so i'm of, assuming standing out here
3: in 50 degree weather isn't going to be the end of life no Nuts. no not at all
0: how what's the
2: furthest you're going away from home on this tour yeah of florida. In florida oh so you're Damn. just you're kind of sticking to the east side here
1: we we kind of zigzag around the midwest at first then we go to uh the southeast coast and kind of go along the coast there then Mississippi, Alabama, then Florida and
2: I bet you're well received in places like Mississippi
1: and Alabama. Oh, Mississippi's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I bet you they eat your guys sound we, right we, up. We
1: we do well in Mississippi. Any like Mississippi, Texas, Georgia. Oh, Texas too for sure. South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, all of those places like are really easy to to play when you sound like us apparently. So
2: <laughs> So how, how would you guys describe your sound?
1: It is obviously very unique. I don't even know. I love I, the death blues moniker. We, <laughs> That's what uh, I was trying to pull out. <laughs> it's, got, it's got elements of blues, but it's definitely not actual blues. Like we don't normally play blues venues for that reason because we don't want to represent the music improperly. Like, you know, we don't yeah. want people to show up thinking they're going to get one, four, five blues and then have three stacks of amps and big, fuzzy, loud riffs (laughs) drive them out. So, I mean, there's blues influence there for sure. Like, you know, we're, we're not denying that. But it's, I just tell people it's rock and roll. It's loud, fuzzy rock that has some blues influence, some metal influence um some hip-hop influence at times his of- ice cube at air freshener right? yeah, yeah dude gotta have ice cube <laughs> in the band oh
0: yeah i forgot I and a wu-tang belt, Wu-Tang belt <laughs> whoa hey, that's hey, got to be comfortable like playing the drums weapon. sitting it's, down on it's just fine <laughs> We stayed at a
1: guy's house and he said something about a wu-tang belt buckle and mitch got very aroused Yep. And, <laughs> yep. Uh, Where's this box of buckles? he's like I'm where is this now. so the guy was like well you can have the wu-tang belt buckle but you got to take the whole box so we have an entire box of weird ass belt buckles on this tour that we're trying to get rid and, of.
2: And the, the air fresher is the highlight, not the belt buckle box. I
1: mean, I mean that's a close second. We can right?
0: maybe make some money off the other belt buckles. <laughs> <laughs> so how about your merch stand? This, this one's not getting sold.
1: <laughs> at least not for under a hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. Everybody's got price. I do got a price, but
3: yeah, it's high. <laughs> uh, and you guys are out with. I'm never sure how to pronounce this. Is it? I don't know where the emphasis is, Manes or Manes Brothers. Manes Brothers. Got it, yeah, and they have a kind of kinda similar thing going on.
1: They are a little bit more uh, psychedelic rock with a little more blues influence than than we are, um, but stylistically they fit really well with us. Like we've known them for only a short time; it's been a couple years, but like we hit it off with them really well. We met them on tour. Um, we play a lot of the same places. We know a lot of the same people. And uh, they're kind of starting to blow up. So we were like, man, we should grab a tour with these guys before we can't afford to bring them with us. <laughs> uh, Um And now, you guys are just touring. There's nothing new coming out or anything, right? Uh, we're hoping to release a new record in
3: 2019. Yeah. Writing started?
1: Uh, yes, we have the skeletal structures of a few songs written, but we're hoping um, hoping early in the year to lock ourselves down and not tour so we can actually uh, finish those songs. Right now, this year has been so busy for touring. Like, We're on the road with this tour for 35 days, then we go home, and then we're home for two weeks for Thanksgiving, then we leave again, and we go to Texas and Oklahoma and a bunch of spots over there. Um, and that's two and a half weeks. Then we come home for Christmas. Sheesh. And then uh, we have a welcome home show that we'll be playing at home. And that's pretty much all we have booked. But uh, that's, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have got nothing going on. The interview's the, over. These these guys aren't doing anything. The goal is to uh, <laughs> to take some time and kind of cool it a little bit, finish this record, um, then get back to touring. And in June of next year, we are going to Europe. So, oh, nice. Um, so the goal is to have a new record by the time we go there yeah so busy busy
3: and uh you said you come up from cincinnati today right yeah yeah uh there's a little bit of fun in that conversation tell us about that there mitch
0: uh yeah, it was about as fun as slamming my dick into a car door <laughs> for forty minutes. I actually got bored and I just called Dave from the Manist Brothers and just like, hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> I just bugged him for twenty minutes. Are you stuck in traffic too? Yeah, just to to try to pass some time and bug him a little bit. Those dudes are really fun. So yeah, nice. They're good they ones. they uh good good sense of humor. So it's nice to have a bunch more people to bullshit with. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I would assume being able to have a laugh is necessary in some of these situations. Oh, man. So much time driving, time
2: yeah,
0: vital. You need to be a crazy person to want to do this, and then not lose your shit in these five, six, seven hour drives. Yeah. So you gotta like be able to like give shit, take shit, yeah. and well, talk shit.
2: I don't, I don't know one way or the other, but I can, on paper I would seem like just a duo would be so much easier for this type of shit.
1: It, do you,
2: have you ever been more than a duo? I guess. No, it, it's only just been,
1: been two of That's the route we wanted to go from the beginning. We were in a three-piece uh, before this, and the problem became, you know, obviously different schedules and whatever. The more people you yeah, have, the, right. more, yeah. the more difficult it is to get everybody on the same page about dates and shows and recording and all that stuff. Um, he and I are really good in the fact that we both have a very similar... Desire for what we want out of this band. So the band kind of comes first and everything else is kind of a secondary thought for the most part mm-hmm. um, But uh, we get along really well, so that's easy too, but um, The only thing I would say is difficult is driving Back when we didn't have a merch guy with dress. us. <laughs> yeah, well now we have three we have okay. a merch guy that merch goes guy. with us but back when it was just he and I doing it it got a little rough we had a couple really bad drives that we were like yeah fuck this we We did a a six-week run
0: just him and i and that was that was that one was rough how close to death did you guys come there (laughs) we'd like to think not at all but
1: (laughs) i wouldn't say we were close to death insanity probably we were talking fairly stupid by the end of it but, um, but as far as Like we never really have fights like and when we do we usually hash it out and then we're done with it you know um so that's nice i've been in other bands where you know you have the one guy that you just cannot get around shit with and uh (laughs) you know you have these stupid arguments about dumb stuff because you just something rubbed you the wrong way he and i aren't like that so that That goes a long way for the touring thing, and it allows us to be on the road more because we have a relationship where we don't really get sick of each other that
2: much. Punching each other in the face
1: doesn't come up all
2: that often, you know, it's few and far between. We we save
1: that abuse for the merch guy. (laughs) (laughs) We we used to not be able to keep merch guys, so we had a different one every tour, so we had a a hazing list, which we still have, and every new merch guy had to complete the hazing list to no, get sure. paid, otherwise, they didn't get paid. <laughs> and it was like 30 things that were awful. Like, uh, you know, one guy had to get an ass tattoo that says 20 watt tombstone. <laughs> uh, one guy. Those things
3: are still permanent, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the way. yeah. Um, you know. So when you're on the road, that's when you write up
2: these ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. we got we got
0: <laughs> time else? to torture people, yeah. man. So Logan had to do a strip tease for Yeah, some he had girls to do a strip at, tease. Uh, the That's Shack the band. merch the current yeah. merch guy, yeah. Logan. Okay. He okay.
1: he did it He's on stage <laughs> at a venue, wasted. I'm glad that one's over. Yeah. 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 Oh, so is he. <laughs> <laughs> we we live streamed it. Uh, we also live streamed the dude that got his ass tattooed. Uh we live streamed that and his girlfriend found out on the on live, live stream, stream. <laughs> that he was getting an ass tattoo. Luckily she was she was cool with it, but uh Let's uh real quick. Let's go back to the inception of Twenty of Watt Tombstone.
0: How long have you guys
3: and the original name? While we're there, yeah. Oh
0: man. Uh, well, as meet our other band, Mean Tooth Grin was less of, or should say, we, <clears throat> the band was less available to do a lot of things, and time had brought up. Doing a duo for a while. Was it the same kind of feel as you guys are doing now? Uh, it's well, it's evolved. yeah, it's evolved. Okay, we're definitely way heavier now. We're, okay, at, at, the, at the beginning we came from a blues band and it was very bluesy at the beginning. Okay, and uh, I was apprehensive, and then he's like, "Hey, man, you know what's?" He's really just kind of like, fuck it, man. You want to go make a little bit of money, get some free drinks, and get paid? And I was like, well, shit. How about? It? And he's like, how about the goddamn? I was like, yes. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, yeah, we went, we rolled with that one until we got some blowback. I mean, we never, we were never out there to piss anybody off. People were like, oh man, you guys were really trying to, you know, stick it to the Christians and whatever. It's was like, that was never about that, man. <laughs> yeah, right. We were never supposed to play outside of Warsaw, man. Like that was literally just downtime. It and was a joke band. It was for sure a joke. Yeah, it was, it was, you, just you put something. a name
2: on it like that, someone will, people will come just yeah. based on the name and shit.
0: Yeah. And then the, we knew merch would sell off of that name because it's just, it's silly. Right. And the, the, that's all it was. We were just having fun and then, uh, got some you know got some heat when uh we got offered a tour because we tom helped dave r carey from scotland out some dates and his management said you know thank you would you guys ever like to go on tour and then we're like absolutely and uh like we have have to change your name (laughs) yeah well she 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 started yeah she started it bible Belt. and then she called tom up and was like i'm getting You know, I'm getting blowback from the name. We're still kind of early. What do you guys want to do? What year is this you're talking about right now? This is 2015 Okay. or 2014. I think maybe at at the end of 14, she was like, hey, I'm having, you know, I'm having some issues here. And we didn't want to change the name because the name's fucking cool, man. (laughs) And you got all that merch sitting around and shit. So we're just like, "Uh, well, and then tried to do some TV stuff, tried to do a a licensing through TV and, and stuff like that. And everyone was saying no. Because of the name, and then we finally, and then at the end of the day, it it was the issue of trademarking. Can't trademark a curse word. Yeah. So that's when we're like, all right, we we gotta we gotta (laughs) do it.
1: And we were were ready to stick it to everybody and be like, yeah, we can do this. But then when the legal aspect (laughs) showed up, it was like, well, we can never own this. Right. And that you know at that point with touring we were like well if this ever becomes more of a serious thing do we want to not be able to you know actually own it was was the problem so we we opted to change the name and and what so what about the name i mean that's what you want
3: it's a yeah,
2: so uh, killer honestly we, yeah. didn't, we didn't come up with it Oh <laughs> we hated, uh, no,
0: we, we hated having to change it and tom made a poll on facebook and then we got went through list this big lots of of new names, names picked out num picked out top five and then asked our management working with the entertainment lawyer at the time too and then you know obviously our top five and threw it to them and we kind of all came out to 20 watt tombstone
1: the big thing was a story we haven't heard yet right the big thing was um we had you know a logo for the goddamns that we were using and the entertainment lawyer was like, well, if you can use one of these names to fit within that logo, your branding will stay intact. So he's like, whichever one looks like it'll fit the best, that's the one you should go with. So I actually went into Photoshop and tried to recreate the logo uh. with the new name. And the amount of letters and everything actually worked well with 20 Watt Tombstone. So that's, that's the call we made. And, and it helped, I mean, our music videos and everything like got better yeah, overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people who didn't want to share our stuff, yeah. you know, were suddenly sharing it and saying, man, I really like that you changed that name because <laughs> I couldn't tell my mom what your right. band <laughs> name was for a while.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a tough gig, man. That's,
1: so I'm, you, you guys have come to like it and embrace it, I'm sure, right? Just, I think it fits where the band has gone musically. You know, I, I think... Uh, the sound of what we're doing now fits with the name better than the goddamns would have now at this I, point. I agree yeah, with I for agree what that was so, I mean we don't we're nobody but
2: I, I agree from an outsider looking in I I think it fits pretty, well, pretty damn
3: well <laughs> speaking of the videos there's uh, there's a lot of goofy shit going on there whose ideas were those <laughs>
1: I'm a I'm a big fan of music videos that make me want to watch till the end yeah the end uh, <laughs> you know and the, and the thing is like I've seen a lot of music videos from great bands where you watch the music video and it's a band playing in a barn it's a band playing in a factory or yeah, yeah, d- right. abandoned whatever lights behind and them it's and, cool yeah. it's got great effects they look like rock stars that's awesome but the thing for me has always been I can see that if I go see them at a show yeah. like you know it's cool and I'll always support that you know for bands I like and friends of ours I'll you know, but for me personally, I wanted to create something that had people would yeah, an old lady. <laughs> and I, I felt like I felt like humor was the one thing that everybody kind of can agree on. You know, you do a political video, you're gonna alienate some people. You yeah. do, you know, a love video, some people are gonna be oh another dumb, you know, but yeah. if you if you cater to the funny side of things, I think there's a lot more people that can relate to that. And I think Red Fang does that really well. Right, you think? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So if I had to to say anybody really inspired our style of music video, I would say Red Fang was yeah. a huge inspiration because their videos make you want to watch till the end. You know there there are there's a there's a reason to make sure you stay and don't just watch thirty seconds and then stop. You want to see what they're gonna drive through next. Yeah, exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The Pyramid of Milk. Yeah. It's
0: yeah.
1: good
3: stuff.
0: So uh, who was who the old lady? That's a friend of ours, mom, actually, and she's who all, all about it too. Really? Oh yeah, she. Dude, you, you don't you don't see it the sec the for the second video I got there and she was in a little black negligee thing <laughs> Like she goes all the way after oh, it. She yeah. is she's all about it. She's she, a great sport. She really embraced it. She's really funny, too, and Yeah, anything she's like well this help, you know, she's, she's asking if she can help it, you know, help make it funnier or help do <laughs> this or that
1: and she actually um, when we shot the video, her hair was not that gray. So the problem that we had was, I was like, "Man, your mom doesn't look old enough to our <laughs> to our buddy." And so he told her, and she's like, "Well, I have a wig I can wear," and that she's actually wearing it in the video. That's okay. not her real hair, but you know, she uh, she still had uh, very young-looking hair, which uh, is great for her, but <laughs> right. it, it didn't work so well it for the video. But then. What she, a compliment! you don't not cool gold enough. She wore that wig, and then she went to like the, the Goodwill and got that sweater and some grandma clothes, and was like, "Oh, what do you think of this?" Like, she totally embraced it, and uh, she's she's a load of fun. These so, these are the
3: videos for your man's a jerk and shitty ex girlfriend. If you haven't seen them or heard them, find them. It's if, if and you and don't want to, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Watch what till the end. What the fuck's wrong with it? There's good. a There's
1: a. There's a Sixth Sense-esque twist at the end of all of that. Have you going? What? Uh, what That is. That's exactly what I
3: said at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess you know. You guys are. Have you made it out west yet? How you received out there, where people are? We haven't hit the West Coast
1: yet. Yeah. That's Um, a long fucking drive. (laughs) Yeah. We. uh, The farthest we have gotten at this point would be Texas, um, which you're well received. Yeah, yeah, Texas is really good for us. Yeah. Um, we're actually going back there in December. So, um, See, but yeah, any, west, we got to we got to Colorado. Yeah, Colorado, Texas. That's as far as California and stuff like that. We haven't been out that way yet. We just don't have the uh, the support yet right, to too. to pull a tour that far. We'll but, them along, oh, speaking of if support, you're
0: a promoter from out west, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking of support, didn't you just get a big deal with uh, Gretsch? Am I-, I wouldn't say it's a big deal, but I I just got endorsed by Gretsch uh, Gretsch, I Gretsch Guitars. Oh, it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, would 12-year-old you think that's a big deal? Oh, 12-year-old me would be shitting. Right, with- there you go. <laughs> that's what you got to compare it to. Um, yeah, they, I, I hit them up a long time ago, and we kind of went back and forth. Um, about it for a while and then I finally started talking to the artist relations guy and they were pretty receptive about everything they they liked that I was playing you know the model of guitar that I am because they don't have a whole lot of uh, artists playing those so that was good but uh, you know it's 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 super fortunate that I don't have to change brands of the stuff that I've played my whole life like a lot of artists will get an endorsement deal from a company that they maybe haven't played before, right. but they take it because it's artist pricing. And I got really, really lucky and got endorsed by a company that I would actually used. I would mean, call I mean, you, well, you're doing pretty good. Thank Andrew. you, you're, you're good. I
2: appreciate that. <laughs> no. um, so, influences. Where does this stuff
0: even fucking come from?
1: Oh, you man. take that one first.
0: I come, like, from metal. I'd say fully metal. But I d I don't know, I pick stuff out of everywhere, man. Lately I've been getting into a lot of stuff, but it's like metal, hip hop, old country and bluegrass. Hip hop I, I and, think would probably yeah, it works well on the Bluegrass and this kind of stuff, yeah. lately. But uh, Oh bluegrass for sure. I mean my 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 dad has been in polka bands since I was, you know, <laughs> since I could walk, I've been in bars listening to polka shows, man. So I don't
1: That's just picked up
0: picked up little stuff like that and I always I always wanted to watch the drummer when I was real young and then uh got into metal bands and then we shared a metal band or uh bassist in bands and that's how we got into Mean Tooth Grant, and that's how we started playing with e- playing with each other here so do you ever just want to just double kick the shit out of something and you kind of, kind of sometimes <laughs> I do Yeah. 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 The of- if, if the mood strikes yeah the-
1: what about you uh, I'm kind of all over the place like him um, I grew up you know, a punk kid riding around a skateboard listening to Black Flag, so... Oh, yeah. Punk rock has always been a part of me, but, like, you know, I grew up with, like, Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden and all that stuff, too, so, you know, that's that's a big part as well. But uh, when I was, like, 17, 16 or 17, one of the deacons in my mom's church gave me a big stack of records, like, you know, a foot deep that... Uh, was almost all like old blues shit. And that's that's really where I discovered blues. I really hadn't heard much of it before that. I, didn't, I couldn't have told you one blues artist prior to that. Yeah. But he gave me like uh, Taj Mahal and Robert Johnson and you know a lot of the, the older hill country artists um, that weren't necessarily real popular with, with blues people but were the more raw side of you know Mississippi Delta kind of stuff mm-hmm. and that stuff just really clicked with me um so I I developed a real early interest in blues for sure um but you know had you already been playing the guitar at this at this point yeah so it was just kind of bleeding yeah. it started to bleed into the style you're playing like ooh, I want to exactly I want to learn that lick and then
3: pick up a slide
1: and then old school country like he was saying you know like my grandpa i remember used to take us to the bar with him when when we were kids and he'd go here's three (laughs) dollars and quarters and that at the time could buy like 30 songs (laughs) and all they had on the jukebox was like old country like waylon jennings and johnny paycheck and shit like that so we would just play pac-man and darts and blast (laughs) old school country and you know so i i kind of got you know that instilled in me at an early age too because of that so we're both kind of all over the place we're both big prince fans we're both big clutch fans you know stoner rock we like any stoner rock um but uh we listen to a lot of pop music too. No pop country though, because fuck that garbage. Nope. <laughs> uh, but real country definitely. But otherwise we listen to just about everything I would say really. Okay.
3: What's playing
0: in the van right now?
1: What was playing? Oh on the way man, here?
0: when I parked it
1: shit. I think we definitely heard some prints on the way. Yeah, here. there was a, there was a
0: lot of prints going on. You know I think when I parked it it was left lane. Left lane, uh, left lane cruiser. Yeah. What did that
1: split come about?
0: We've been knowing them for a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's an idea we kicked around a long time and then we were kicking around the idea of doing a new record and we just didn't have enough that we thought it would be a f- enough for a full record so we were like maybe it's time to do the split with Left Lane so we hit them up and they were like yeah let's do it so. I honestly didn't
2: know those things existed until yeah, that pointed we that out actually, to me. I was we like were this is a fucking a thing? a
3: podcast and I had to tell him about that and I watched his mind. <laughs> it's like, it's
1: an old punk thing, man. A lot of the a lot of no the old idea. punk artists would do splits. They'd do one song on one side of a record and another band would do another song and I growing up I had a bunch of records like that and I always thought, man, that would be cool to take a band that you really like and and do a split with. And we got lucky and a band we really liked we ended up being friends with after a lot of years, so
3: Well, I suppose, speaking of records, you want to go with uh, The Closer?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Do we normally ask that in person? Do we? I don't know. We'll ask you guys. Yeah. The the cliche, you're getting shipped off to an island, you only get to take one album. You're there for life. One? One album for the rest of your life. Dude, that sucks, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, one?
1: Hmm. Dude. I can tell you what mine is. Alright, is blues for the red song. Nice! Every day. I we might
3: have... actually be talking to Scott Reeder here today.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> hmm. I think I would have to go bury your dead beauty in the breakdown. Heavy. No, no, no. idea what that no. is. <laughs> it, would, it would motivate me to go around the island and kill things. So I <laughs> for
2: dinner. Well, thanks for this obviously hanging out in Cold Witch Friday phased you any but uh we're a little cold oh we're still cold yeah
1: <laughs> we were hoping to get away from the cold yeah
2: that's true uh appreciate it obviously looking forward to anything coming to you know that you're putting out in the future we'll be following you guys for sure looking forward to what's going on behind this pile of bricks you're leaning against right now and uh again thanks guys appreciate it and we'll thanks talk to you soon
3: sonic comes up <laughs> and we're back god those guys no that's good. your line yeah we that's had okay. that. you can have that that's fine they uh That one guy sounds handsome. I think his name was
2: Clint. Oh, no, Clint's not handsome. Oh, So that was another conversation. I can confirm, Tom. From from an alley.
3: Handsome man. Mitch as well.
2: That's weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You did say that you saw some questionable people there, so uh, maybe you invited them.
3: There's questionable people everywhere.
2: We saw them Thursday night with uh, another sort of White Nails moment where the opening band fucking kicked
3: ass. Uh, Yeah, local guys. Gudger, yeah. It's Gudger. It's but it's spelled Grudger. I don't get that. It's not spelled Grudger. It's not. This is Gudger. Then I'm following the wrong band on Instagram.
2: (laughs) So hats off to them. We'll try to talk to them later on sometime. Maybe one day.
3: Yeah, they were uh, they were a lot of fun. Uh, That was that was uh, the dad on guitar. Yeah. The uh, somebody random on bass, as we bass players are. Yeah. And the uh, son of the dad, the front man on <laughs> drums and singing, and doing a pretty fucking fine job of, uh, of both. Both, yeah. I was. Uh, we were both impressed.
2: Uh, of course, twenty watt killed it. Um, man, his guitar is so strange. It I was, love it. It reminds me of a ghost off Pac Man a
3: little bit. <laughs> I, I kinda like sure. I get that. It the guitar itself. Kinda gets overlooked with the way that he plays though, man, with that no pick, goes in between. He almost like does some thumb slapping and shit there. And yeah, sometimes he looks like he
2: has a pick. He faked me out. Like, where'd he get a pick from? No pick.
3: No pick. He's, He's just pick. and three
2: amps. Uses a hundred watt amp, a two hundred watt amp, and then a bass amp. All three from his guitar.
3: <laughs> I love it, dude. It's so great. So it's so that. fucking great. And you know, Mitch Mitch is the type of drummer that I would as a bass player, love to be in a fucking room with and hammering around on. He's uh he's got some fun beats and uh,
2: he's got the beats. He's got the beats in the news. Now we can move on to the news. Go ahead, Clint. Your Neurosis story.
3: Oh hey. yeah, Scott Kelly has. Uh, it, it, they just put out a new "Mirrors for Psychic Warfare" album, which I have not listened to yet. Uh, shamefully, I admit. Uh I guess full disclosure though, I'm not the biggest Mary's for Psychic Warfare fan. That I've listened to it and will listen to it because it's Scott Kelly, but it's a little too electronic for me. Ugh. Point being they had a whole tour set up and Scott has canceled it because of his mental health issues, to which you know, obviously that fucking sucks. And we hope that uh whatever needs to get sorted out gets sorted out get well soon so that he can tour for this and do more neurosis and there's uh there's that other band he has it's more industrial that i'm not going to be able to remember the name of anyway scott scott kelly's a talented dude and we hope that whatever needs to work out gets worked out so that he sure. can keep doing his thing sure um we'll be brief with that one and and quick
2: Halloween related news. Slipknot, Speaking of being brief, Slipknot has a haunted house, and we had a prior show discussion about what haunted house isn't a Slipknot haunted house. They already have Slipknot. Right? Playing there's all, already fucking Slipknot
3: playing. <laughs> Speaking of prior shows, if you listened to last week's Limp Biscuit uh, ICP special and came back, thank you. <laughs> we love you.
2: You can even go through the through the thing with a Slipknot with, if member.
3: You pay them. Like a thousand dollars or some
2: yeah. shit. Yeah. So that's how we want to talk about that. It's a it's a haunted house. They blast Slipknot the entire time. I am sure, and there are probably a bunch of people dressed like them roaming
3: around. Probably. And here and here and- did you hear that story? I think it was somewhere. Uh, I want to say Wisconsin. No, it was Tennessee. Tennessee. There's a haunted house in Tennessee, and there's some people wandering around, and two friends are going through. Somebody dressed like the people that work there. Goes up to one friend, you know, dude that looks like somebody that works there, goes up to two random people who are friends, hands one of them a real damn knife. Oh, yeah. And, and it, yeah. dude turns around and promptly stabs his friend. Yeah. Thinking it's a fake fucking knife. Yep. Don't
2: test it on the ground or a tree.
3: No, just stab.
2: It straight to someone's <laughs> ribcage.
3: Random person gave me a knife. I'm going to stab somebody. Uh, Why wouldn't I? I did see that. <laughs> That's craziness. <laughs> I w- live though, I think. They should have paid. To have that story come out of this haunted house because <laughs> I watched the videos and shit that they've got posted for this haunted house, yeah. and it looks like every other fucking house. I saw some house.
2: pictures or whatever, just had like their faces on things.
3: Yeah, it, it, good it, for them. There's no need, damn way I'm paying the extra twenty bucks to go through that.
2: They need more money, sure they do. And uh, ooh, this is like a whole Halloween theme. It's, ghost. It's almost like it's October. Ghost is the next story. Woo! Wow, let's talk and about And just some like
3: ghosts. I took the. Scott Kelly story, I'm going to go ahead and pass things over to my good friend Kona. Oh, I mean
2: Brian. Brian. Brian's here. Um. So apparently the lead singer from Ghosts is as big of a dick douche as you would assume he was. This has
3: been going on for years. Yeah.
2: So everyone of their mom who's been in a band with him hates him and wants to sue him. Nobody can hear me nodding. <laughs> <laughs> because he claims everything his is his, and he owns it, and he's a fucking idiot. I don't really want to talk much about it, other than the fact that I hate him and I hate his music, and I'm actually glad he's getting sued because if you make something as a whole, five people come together. It got dismissed. And it got dismissed.
3: It got dismissed. That's the genesis of the article. The so automatic, the automatic follow-up article is all the band members are going to appeal. Yeah, and this is not over by any means. Uh, Whatever
2: keeps him out of the studio, keep him in court. Right. Out of the studio.
3: Um, the uh, he's got a he does have a fun quote in there where he says something about uh, somebody told him that you haven't made it until somebody's tried to sue you. Whatever. He, he, and apparently, like
2: no one's allowed to know who they are and stuff. I didn't know that.
3: That was the original thing. Yeah. yeah which his. is
2: that's like the whole re- this fear and ghost no one that's the, a good thing
3: <laughs> this lawsuit is the whole reason that his identity came out let alone all the other guys who cared much less than him about Tob- tobias or something what tobias forge yeah. i'm whatever. pretty sure his identity it, uh, whatever it doesn't matter go home <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> go home toby
2: <laughs> i'm gonna write a song about him called go home tobias and it's gonna be epic.
3: No, you gotta make it Toby, so it sounds dumber. <laughs> Sorry to anybody named Toby that might be listening. It just seemed funny.
2: Uh, speaking of dumb names, Rob Flynn.
3: Rob, that's two B's and two <laughs> N's. That's true. He, that is. I'm done. Story's over. <laughs> he's uh, he's producing the upcoming sworn enemy. enemy album. And this should be a pretty good tell-all. Ro- Machine Head is blown up and done, uh, even though he's not saying that that's the case. Catharsis was was awful. Uh, Bloodstone and Diamonds wasn't very good. We've already went over this, but we everyone knows the. You know, if if this Sworn Enemy album comes out less than typical New York hardcore, you'll know that. Rob is a fucking plague. Or if this Sworn Enemy album comes out pretty good, you know that Rob has a second career ahead of him, and he can honestly put Machine Head to bed.
2: Well, Sworn Enemy has heard catharsis, so they know.
3: I don't think they would admit that.
2: <laughs> so, but I'm saying they know what they're getting. Them. I don't. I don't think whatever sound comes out at the end is all Sworn Enemy's
3: fault, not Rob. I don't think that they would admit that. They. They're. And you know, it's. There's. They're a smaller, bigger band there for the New York hardcore thing. So this kind of works for everybody where everybody gets a little bit of publicity. Um, and I honestly have some hope for it. I I don't mind Sworn Enemy. I'm not big in that scene. But I do kind of like the idea of Rob producing bands and think that there's a, a decent chance that that could work for the better. If not, call me. And if not, call Brian. His I number is amusement. 867- five three zero nine and out of the news and out of the news and into reviews and into the upcoming albums and
2: tours so we'll start with the tour the tour so fly so fly don't is, bother
3: me so fly don't good they are uh they're hitting the fucking road and not like uh, i don't uh, there is no possible way max has a, a, a personal life there's no way He's only got seven bands. Between all the bands and just all the constant metal, there is no damn way that he has a, a home life. He's always every year he puts out an album with somebody, and but, but every the tour year, is
2: only two months long, not even a month and a half. Long.
3: Whatever, it's not like he. You, there's none He's more metal, man. none more metal than Max. It. He is. He's metal. Top of the mountain. Is that how he spell Max? Metal. M-A-X. Yes.
2: So he's metal. That's I mean, exactly it. okay. You
3: could even add an extra X in there.
2: No, because Rob does that.
3: He, you could he, he only put up. one X in yes. there.
2: So they're going on tour for a month and a half and it looks like it's pretty much all over. From Portland, Oregon to here in Ohio to New York to even uh, Toronto, Michigan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And that's I all- might go to Dayton. Clint said he's not going. I might I was just on dating the other day. It's not that bad of a drive. It's
3: only January through February, too. This album just came out yesterday. I think it's going to add up. I think
2: it's going to build up. Friday
3: well, the whatever yesterday was. Um, 19th. Friday the 19th. So there's no damn way that these are all the tour dates for next year for Soulfly. They are going to be touring extensively, I'm sure, because it's Max. It's Soulfly. They're always touring. He's always touring. I'm on tour with Kalata- Katak that cataclysm. ready? Cataclysm. 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 Clitism. We're really good at this. Insight. Chaos Eum.
2: Chaos like museum, but chaos Okay? Aluka. Skinflint.
3: And these are all for specific dates. Yeah, they're
2: all spread out and don't know any of those bands, but point of
3: the point of the matter is Soulfly may or may not be coming to your town, check your local listings.
2: Speaking of Soulfly,
3: let's go ahead, Brian. You seem pretty, you know what? Because you seem so excited about it, I am going to go first. Okay. I love Soulfly. I love Max. More importantly, you know what? I like Soulfly. I love Max. There are some bad Soulfly albums. There are an, an increasing amount of really good Soulfly albums. And where last How week. How many Soulfly albums are I there? Don't, there's 35 of them. I think this and I think this is honestly 11. I think that's what the last song was called, right? Yeah, soul because that's what that's why I think it's 11 because there's always right. that soul fly song and it's just the instrumental yeah. and this so yeah, this is 11. And like last week's conversation about uh High on Fire where you know a band that has this many albums has this career mm-hmm. where do the new albums stack up? I'd say that this one actually is in the uh you know top quarter of theirs because that's that's saying as much about this album as it is saying negative about some of their less good albums, you know, Looking at You, Back to the Primitive, and uh, other new metal things that don't quite hold up at this juncture. He's gotten back to some straight-up fucking thrash and groove metal stuff and thank, you know, praise backs as far as I'm fucking concerned. I'm going to give it a good three and a half. If you want some straight up groove metal.
2: Who doesn't?
3: Look no further. This is going to hit every damn You could. This is going to hit every damn spot. It's, there is so much good stuff on here from opener to end. It, that that, first that song, instrumental. Original? Oh, my God. That second to last song has a lot of really good stuff going, too. it does. Um, is it feedback. Feedback. It has a lot of it, it it almost starts a little different than most soul fly stuff and then turns into a more uh soul fly type thing.
2: I, I have this is one of my notes. I'm gonna jump in here since we're talking about this song. When Max screams, what does he say? <laughs> Undos trace quat not a fucking regret and you don't something in your in your fucking body doesn't make you want to punch someone or <laughs> fucking get up out of your chair then you, sir. Should listen to some other podcast. So you Just
3: to something else because when
2: when he says that line, I just look for some someone, something to fucking wreck, and it gets me hyped up every time.
3: Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a really solid fucking album. Oh no, don't trace quash. Not a fucking requip. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the shit out of it. It's I, I'm gonna give it three and a half. It's it's one of the better of the year. It's probably not going to be in conversation for the top five coming to the end of the year, but that doesn't mean it's not fucking excellent.
2: I'm gonna. I'm going to take everything you said and bump it up, twice as much as what is is more important than what you said. This is by far in the contention for album of the year, okay. easily. Okay, easily. I might just call it album of the year right now on fucking October. <laughs> I don't see anything beating it for me. As if you've listened to us, you already know what my style of music is, and Clint already said, already said it. It it does everything you wanted it to. It. There's no fucking crazy, really, shit going on. It is straight-up metal, groovy as fuck. The riffs are there in every single fucking song. Every time. J- the Ritual, very first song, just comes in. Catchy as fucking hell. Never stops, never falls off. You know, the last song, those really don't do it for me. And this one was actually kind of cool. But like, the saxophone thing was kind of like... Do uh, you think Max is playing the sax?
3: No. <laughs> I like those instrumentals. They're good... I, I've always dug that. I've yeah, always it's dug a, that he's done that. I get it. Like
2: I, I, I can see it, it's good on paper. Um, for me as being a ten song, I would rather have a heavy ass track as uh, instead of that. But it is what it is, and it's fine. Whatever. I'm just selfish that way.
3: I like. I like that it kind of changes it up. But anyways, I. I,
2: I am going to go with four point nine shits. Four point nine, the highest on Holy the show. Holy macaroni! Yeah. Fuck! I've listened to it six times. I think since yesterday morning.
3: Gee Christmas. Yeah. I'm, I'm in love with it. I noticed. Damn. Holy shit, dude! I knew you were enjoying it, but I didn't know. Uh I got a, uh, I received a text message from the. Are we going West Coast Death Metal correspondent? Did you officially change it the to the desert? desert? <laughs> our our buddy Sam is what I'm going to say. Him and I have more than two nicknames for each other, and here are a couple of them. Uh, I got a text from him yesterday around 9:30. Says, "Are you there, Cletus? It's me, Muscle Face." Hmm. Overstating the obvious here, this soul fly is an intense motherfucker. To which I responded I see I see uh, yeah. that in
2: quotes on like, you know, Time magazine. This soul fly is an intense motherfucker, you know. It's like right? it <laughs> said, said some guy on a podcast. <laughs> it's uh if you if yeah, if if you're listening to this, you have to listen to, to that. And if you know it, it if you're listening to this, you probably already know and you probably already have because you there's no need to because you know it. that there's a new yeah. soulfly album out. So, yes.
3: Except for mom. Sorry, yes. mom.
2: Yes, I, No, you should not listen. To, listen to it. Soul She'll listen to
3: it. No, it, there's something you, in there for everybody. No, there's not. <laughs> maybe this is actually. Fun. Yeah. Um, All
2: right, on to DomCraft.
3: DomCraft, uh, another surprising review. Um, yeah,
2: and actually, we're was,
3: actually going to save this the whole second hour of the podcast for Brian's Greta Van Fleet review of their new album. There will be no such. So news. stick around for that. Here's a little bit
2: off the new Domcraft album titled,
3: What? So, yeah, well, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I went first last time. You go ahead and do, go the first. New band
2: guys. to us. Thanks for uh, Magnetic Eye for turning us onto them.
3: Our guy Jad. Yep. We assume it's Jad.
2: Yeah, well, it is I for hope it's now. Jad. Maybe it's
3: a soft <laughs> J. Maybe it's yogging,
2: But uh, yeah, great stuff. I I'd, I'd never heard of them in action, and I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I didn't. I had not many expectations. Neither on, did I. And uh, they exceeded them by far. Exceeded them. The the genre is not. You know, I'm as we said, not well versed in such genre, but they kill it. I like it. Um, the only, I guess, the only negative thing I could say is, and it's just a personal preference, is just the songs that drone on kind of thing. But you know, what the 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 vocals, the the riffs, and everything are all there. It's all good stuff. I'm just gonna straight up give it a four shit. I was happily surprised. Some of that might be uh, due to you know not expecting much and and really liking it. Right, but it's good stuff. I uh. Where are they, I, Where are they from? I mean, they're Sweden.
3: Yes. God, I love Sweden. All right. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a little more. They've got like a sludge stoner, yeah. post metal thing going on, and we all know that I I love my post metal, so they get post metal band of the week. That said, uh, I knew that kind of coming into it, so I was a little more. You you can be more. I was a little more critical of yeah, it. Critical of it. but. That said, uh, that said. Apparently, I'm going to say that said every third word. With that, so said. that said, I'm still going to go three and a half on it. Mm-hmm. That was a ton of fucking fun. I have a physical copy in the mail on my way, on its way mm-hmm. to me. Um, Clint, Clint
2: started drinking well before the show,
3: but it was 12:05. <laughs> it's it's only oh shit, it's 10:05. Yeah, I I love it, dude. It I've I've gone back and forth with it. We I had uh, Jad. Sent us a copy of it uh, about a week ago, two weeks ago, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And every time I've tried to listen to it, my computer or phone or whatever the hell I'm trying to listen to it on froze up, but I just never had the time to download it so I could put it on an MP3 player and listen to it, honestly. So I kind of went into this blind, but not. You know, I'd gone back and listened to some of their older albums, and they're fine. I, I'd listen to them on the, uh, I, I did the listen to them at work that I always cuss about myself doing. Mm and finally got to actually listen to this new album at home with the stereo and the speakers and the volume and the pudding and the and, and the no beer and the, no plenty of beer and i like it i like it a lot i think if that first like minute and a half of the opening damn song hasn't got you hooked you need medication
2: what is it like? Seven songs and it's like forty five minutes. Seven
3: songs, forty five minutes. Yeah, it, like I said, it, it's very post metal ish, but it's got that kind of doom thing mixed in there too.
2: I like. Well, I I guess one thing, a good thing I could say about the parts that kind of drone on a little bit is there's still vocals coming in in some of those parts, right? Which and is, his vocals are pretty cool. What that's what that's what it needs for me because I'm you know I'm not a vocalist, but how do I say, I am I'm a f- fan of
3: vocals. I
2: don't know. I'm not a vocalist, but I like there to be that extra...
3: You're an aspiring candidate for The Voice. Yes, I am that. Okay.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I digged it.
3: Yeah, no, and I enjoy the shit out of it too and can't wait to uh, continue to listen. It's been a fun uh, 24 hours here where you got the just straight up balls of the wall with the soul fly and then the, the doom post-metal thing of the Domcraft to just go back and forth What about with. the Death
2: Blues on Thursday? And I mean, then, you, you go, go from death, blows, yeah.
3: death Blues on Thursday to Soulfly and Domcraft on Friday to apparently Sunday and the third hour of the show Greta Van Fleet on Saturday. Nope. <laughs> Seriously, I listened to that album. I, th- no, I we're can't, not talking about that. I can't nail down what I like about their original stuff, but I know that if you put it on, I'm good with it. Mm. I made it almost all the way through the new album and there was never that moment, so I might not like it. Yeah. Anyways. Are you done talking about that? <laughs> I'm talking right. about it, Brian. We're done. You can done. sit down now. Uh, sit down. That's it. No, you still got your gear geeking. A gear and geeking. I still haven't got a pedal update.
2: There's a gear. I don't have a gear geeking, though. Other pedal you updates. just got
3: another guitar. I don't have it.
2: Okay. Uh, then
3: the, the pedal update is the gear geeking. Still not together. <laughs> still sitting there. I believe I had that.
2: Um. So, thank you for joining us on another episode of Epitome of Stupidity.
3: Brought to you by. Where the points
2: mean nothing, and Clint is an idiot.
3: Frank. He Talk to you later. Bye, Frank. So, um, we've officially kicked Shh. off of a social site with the. Thank the, God. The, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking name them because yeah. then people are going to look for it. But, uh, yeah. Fuck those people. We're still on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Find us, like us, all that fun stuff. Rate us, Uh, rape us, whatever. No, don't rape us. Well, maybe Ryan. (laughs) It. uh, We're on all the podcast sites. Uh, Subscribe. That's a word that we have not used enough. Find us and subscribe to us there, because that way. If you push the subscribe button, you listen to an episode, you decide you don't like it, we still get the download next week. Yeah. You don't have to
2: listen to it anymore. Yeah.
3: It's a win-win. Just set it
2: up and let it, don't ever listen, just set it up and let it download. No,
3: I prefer you listen. <laughs> I want the interaction, but if you don't, we still get the download and, you know, everybody's happy.
2: We sleep better at night knowing that someone cares. <laughs>
3: we have an email. That's true. And it is E-O E-O stupidity stupidity at gmail.com Until then, we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.